0: Welcome to episode one of FN Sports Bets, brought to you by the Drive-In Network. My name is Frankie Langer, I'm one of your two co-hosts for this show. We filmed an entire hour-long episode one of this show, and then I was a big stooge and didn't understand how audio would work, and every time Nathan spoke, because we uh, you know, obviously went over some sort of medium because we're not in the same town, um, every time Nathan would speak you could hear my voice in the background echoing. So uh, that's on me. That's my fault for uh, messing up that audio. You have to remember though, we don't have a producer for this show. So it's just me and co-host Nathan. And so um, we're still figuring out how to do this stuff correctly and how our audios can line up for when we edit and things like that. So that's on me. That's on Frankie. And uh, I will figure that out for episode two. Uh, to come in a week or so. But for now, what I'm going to do is splice in some of the salvage parts of Nathan talking because he did hang out for an hour or so and you know, record this. So he does deserve credit for showing up. And um, I'm going to try and splice in a few of his thoughts, but then I will go over our bets that we both put in uh, for this upcoming week one of the NFL season. So we have two bets for our Tier 1, our most likely to hit category. Um, our first one being Kansas City. Actually, it's um, the Texans playing in Kansas City this Thursday night. Um, Kansas City comes in as a 9.5 point favorite, and both Nathan and I took Kansas City to win and cover. And some of the reason behind picking Kansas City not only to win in cover is thinking about, first of all, all, the weapons that they have on offense, but also that... Uh, you know they are unveiling the Super Bowl banner during this game, the Thursday night game, and we just don't see the Texans up saying them on opening night when they're unveiling this banner and coming off a Super Bowl win. Obviously, when you look back to the AFC divisional of uh, this last year, it was a pretty good shootout uh, initially. Obviously, the Chiefs were down uh, 24-0 and came back, and um, a really historic historic game but um still in this opener we both think kansas city will win and cover easily um the second game in our tier one is new england to cover minus six um against miami i believe it's in new england and uh nathan i talked a lot about you know the absence of tom brady in new england and um how, you know, Miami's always played New England well and Cam Newton coming into a new system. And so it's a pretty complex uh, line to look at. But at the same time, with all the parts that New England does have and the coaching staff they have, we both think that uh, New England will cover and win easily. And so I'll put in a little clip of Nathan talking about uh, New England versus Miami.
1: For sure. But, I mean, that being said, Miami also always plays New England well they have historically I don't know what it is but they play them well so I think it's easy to pick with New England but it wouldn't surprise me too much if you know Fitzpatrick comes out and lights up the scorecard
0: so moving on to our tier two picks I made two picks for tier two and as did Nathan uh, my two picks started out with the Chargers covering against the Bengals the Chargers are favored by three points What really made me make this pick with confidence is the fact that Tyrod Taylor will be starting for the Chargers at least early in the season. I have a feeling later in the season they're going to want to develop rookie quarterback Justin Herbert. But for now the fact that Tyrod Taylor is starting against uh, a Joe Burrow led Bengals team that um, wasn't able to play in the preseason and wasn't able to have all the regular meetings that a rookie quarterback would have with their coaching staff. That makes me confident that the Chargers are going to cover at least early in the season against the Bengals, who were just abysmal last year, going 2-14. My second Tier 2 pick is Baltimore covering against Cleveland, minus 8.5 points. I think that Cleveland has a really dangerous offense and a slightly upgraded offensive line. However, I think Baltimore made great additions to their team this offseason and in the draft as well, and I think that they're going to score a lot of points this year. The one reason I'm not extremely confident in this pick is the fact that last year I put money on a game that was Baltimore in Cleveland, I believe. Maybe it was the other way around. And um, Baltimore did lose pretty handsomely on the back of Nick Chubb running all over them. So I'm a little nervous about the rushing attack that Cleveland has with a better offensive line. However, I feel that uh, at least in week one before Baker Mayfield really finds a rhythm, Baltimore is going to cover minus eight and a half. Okay, so Nathan made two picks for his Tier 2, one being the San Francisco 49ers to cover against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Niners come in a 7-point favorite. Obviously, they're coming off a Super Bowl run uh, where they kind of broke down towards the end of the game, and there's a, you know, a lot of talk about Jimmy G and if he's really a franchise quarterback. But um, Nathan's picking San Francisco to cover, minus 7. And part of his logic was, you know, obviously... There is an argument for Kyler Murray and how good he's been and what he's shown. What he's shown his rookie year, but uh, at the same time, there's tons of film on him now, and San Francisco's defense, which is extremely good, is going to be able to, you know, study and scheme up some things to either keep Kyler Murray in the pocket or make him uncomfortable as a passer. So um, that's why Nathan had confidence in San Francisco covering. His second pick was picking New Orleans to win. With an over Over 49 And so um, Part of what he talked about was You know Tom Brady coming into a new system And for the first time in 20 years A new playbook New verbiage And you know New offensive schemes to look into Checks, audibles And all those things And um, he does think That the Bucks are going to be A really good contender Come later in the year And potentially even beat the Saints Next time they see each other But uh, for opening You know the first week, Nathan does think that the Saints are going to win a close one with the over over 49.
1: I think they're going to go over. Um, I think that it's going to turn into a shootout, just with the the deep threats and the offensive weapons, Kamara and Michael Thomas. Um, Michael Thomas is always open, it seems like, and then also with Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans. It seems like every other week, one of those two is going for. 200 yards and two touchdowns. So another you have it. And too. I, I think he's gonna really not be too much of a factor um in the past game. I think he's gonna be more blocker. I don't know if he can still take the hits that he did before. He's injury pro and he's got a bionic, bionic arm. He's obviously he's still gonna be open, you know, he's gonna he's got height and he's still fast, but I don't think he's I don't think he's still considered a top top five tight end step back and look at what, what Tampa Bay did last year with uh, the, the interception machine that is Jameis Winston and still putting up the offensive numbers with Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans. And even you know, Ronald Jones, who had a would say, admirable year, with 700 yards. He's produced a decent bit, and I'd add Leonard Fournette to that, um, I think that there are so many weapons that Brady's surrounded with, and what... Uh, it, it's a new system. I was watching. I was watching a video online. It was from the Buccaneers, and he's talking about. It. it was the first time in twenty some years that he had to introduce himself, learn all the coaches' names, learn the playbook. You know, get situated in things because it's been so long. So I don't know if there's going to be a learning curve, um, or some sort of adjustment that's going to have to take place before he can start playing on the level that we all know that he can.
0: So now we'll get into our Tier 3 picks. We're going to start off with Green Bay, who's a three-point underdog against Minnesota. Um, I think that this is an interesting pick just because of you know the lack of weapons that Aaron Rodgers does have uh, at his receiver core. He does have Aaron Jones, who's a fantastic running back, but Minnesota definitely has more weapons offensively with Kyle Rudolph and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. But at the same time, it's really hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially in Week 1 games. I remember a few years ago, I think it was two years ago, uh, they opened against the Bears who had just traded for Khalil Mack, and Khalil Mack uh, sacked Aaron Rodgers or at a strip sack, and it looked like Aaron Rodgers you know, tore his ACL and was out for the season, and he came back, I think, down from 17 points to win, so it's really hard for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers in week one, so that's why I did put money down on Green Bay to win and cover against the Vikings. Secondly, I want to talk about Dallas, who's playing the Los Angeles Rams. They are a three-point favorite. Um, I feel that with the addition of C.D. Lamb and their historically good offensive line, along with um, running back Ezekiel Elliott, they will score a lot of points, uh, especially in a week one matchup. And the Rams recently, I just feel like, have been more suspect offensively ever since the Super Bowl against the Patriots. And I feel that right now they lack a number one receiver. They do have Robert Woods, who's a very good number two receiver, along with Cooper Cup. But I just don't feel like neither receiver is that guy that they'll be able to either throw a jump ball to or know that when they need a play, they can go to him. So I think that Dallas could cover uh, favored just by three points. Third, uh, let's talk a little bit about Pittsburgh, who's favored by four points against the New York Giants. I think that, uh, you know, I'm deceived by this one because Big Ben is coming off of an elbow surgery and uh, he should be ready to go week one. And obviously, Daniel Jones took over the Giants last year with Eli Manning retiring. But even with Saquon Barkley getting, you know, 13 to 15 touches a game, I just think that Pittsburgh will win and they will definitely cover. Um, it's just hard for me to, to make this bet with total confidence putting in a tier 2 or tier 1 pick just because of the elbow surgery that Big Ben is coming off of. I think that their defense, especially on the back end, is probably one of the top 5 or 3 defenses in the league. And um, I think that their offense has plenty of weapons and score can has potential to score a lot of points. And they obviously won games with Mason Rudolph And uh, were competitive with Devlin Hodges last year as backups. So it shows that they have good parts around them. They just need to, you know, have a quarterback that can make some plays, and that's Big Ben. So if he's healthy, I would take Pittsburgh to cover minus four. Finally, uh, one of the most confusing matchups of this week is Tennessee, who is a one-point underdog uh, in Denver. And I see this as a easy underdog pick to take Tennessee to winning cover and I know that you know people are critical of Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback given that towards the end of last year when they were in the playoffs they were really relying on Derrick Henry to you know run the ball 25 to 30 times a game or you know get tons of touches but at the same time when Ryan Tannehill did need to make throws he did and so uh, with A.J. Brown returning with Corey Davis still there um, I'm sure there's other weapons that I'm forgetting about, too. Um, I think that Tennessee will win in cover at Denver, and I think that they are potentially an underdog due to the Melvin Gordon um, addition in Denver, along with Drew Locke heading into his second year and the drafting of Jerry Judy. However, I still feel like Tennessee is going to ride what they did in the playoffs into at least the beginning of this season with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Um, So I think Tennessee as a one-point underdog will win in Denver, and that concludes Tier 3 of the picks. Lastly, I want to go over a few parlays I made for Week 1 of the NFL season. Um, I just want to say that a few weeks ago I put money down on Leonard Fournette being on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Week 1 of the regular season. So I am kind of betting with house money here. I think that's what inspired me to... um, make some more risky parlays. There's three I want to talk about. I have a few more that I probably won't mention unless they hit, just because they're pretty ridiculous. Uh, The first parlay I want to talk about is one that uh, has a few spreads in it. Uh, This parlay would need the Patriots to cover minus six, the Chargers to cover minus three, the Ravens to cover, I got this at minus eight, and the Chiefs to win on Thursday night. that's one parlay. I put $20 down to win 140 You know, not that much, not that little, but at the same time, I'm still betting with house money. Um, secondly, I want to talk about a three-team parlay I put. I risked $15 to win 71 This is the Cowboys covering minus three. The Rams-Cowboys being under 51 Here I thought that, you know, if the Cowboys do in fact win and cover... It's going to be because they controlled the clock and ran the ball well, uh, especially towards the end of the game to sort of ice it. So I picked Cowboys to cover minus three, Rams and Cowboys under 51.5 points, and the Steelers to win against the New York Giants. Um, My last parlay I want to talk about to wrap up the show is a 10-team parlay where I risk ten dollars to win 375 again no judgment here because i'm playing with house money thanks to laren fournette signing with the buccaneers this 10 team parlay is the chiefs patriots ravens bills lions colts chargers 49ers steelers and to end it the packers who are the only underdog on that list that was risking ten dollars to win 375. Uh, really hoping that one hits, and it'd be really contingent on the Packers upsetting the Vikings. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of FN Sports Bet. Make sure to look for our episodes weekly on the podcasting platform of your choice. Again, I apologize for the technical difficulties that made this episode shorter than normal. Next week we should have a full episode aired. And um, again, make sure to look for us on all podcasting platforms. And we'll see you next week.